0: Time is precious. You can't buy it back no matter how much money you make. So you really have to look at your time and how you're spending it and surround yourself with those people that are are gonna lift you up in entrepreneurship.
1: That was Angela Profit, a Nashville-based event and productivity consultant. Angela sat down with us at 3686 Entrepreneurship Festival to share her journey as an entrepreneur and unpack some of the lessons she's learned along the way. I'm your host, Clark Buckner, And you're listening to disrupt the continuum a launch tennessee podcast powered by pinnacle financial partners dedicated to entrepreneurs investors and ecosystem builders in this episode angela shares some of the productivity hacks and workflow strategies that she's built her business on she also lays out a roadmap of local resources and organizations where entrepreneurs like her can get plugged in and take their business to the next level
0: there's just a lot of synergy between what the Entrepreneur Center does and the Entrepreneur Center that feeds for brand new entrepreneurs who have an idea and they have no clue where to go. And they have great programs like Preflight. And then you learn that mindset and then you can go on up to Catalyst and then you learn that mindset and you can go up to EO.
1: This season's sponsor, Pinnacle Financial Partners, prides itself on being much more than just another bank. They offer their clients long-term partnerships for growing their businesses. Learn more at pnfp.com. And for more stories like this, you can visit launchtn.org slash podcast. Now let's jump in.
0: Hi y'all, this is Angela Prophet. I am an event and productivity consultant and my affiliation with 3686 is I'm an entrepreneur, just like everyone here. I'm a graduate of Catalyst and a current EO member. So I'm here to support other growing entrepreneurs.
1: Excellent. Angela, thanks so much for swinging by our podcast lounge. We're at 3686 Entrepreneurship Festival. We are in... The lounge. We got Pinnacle Financial Partners is our sponsor. Which is amazing. I know. They saw what we're doing and we're back this year. And we just love these conversations because it gives us a chance to hear from the entrepreneurs, the founders, the people on the front lines, building in the southeast. And we want to hear about your story. We also want to hear about some of the tips, some of the, the best advice that you can share to other entrepreneurs. So how about we start things off with... Just your quick snapshot of, of what you're doing today, what your business is about. I know you do event planning, but you're also doing a lot with productivity. I'd love to hear more about that. So quick snapshot. Angela Profit, LLC. What is it?
0: So my background's in healthcare. I did what I was so supposed- nine
1: years. Am I right?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I wanted to I ask
1: I you <laughs> about that because
0: you <laughs> left healthcare in Nashville. I did. I did. Okay. I did. I gotta hear that. I gotta hear that. <laughs> so I started in healthcare, and then, but but it really taught me a lot about what I didn't want um, in the in corporate America. And my parents, I grew up in a very traditional home, and so I didn't understand what entrepreneur meant. I didn't even know how to spell it. Um, but healthcare taught me a lot about people, and I'm very thankful for all of that that I learned. But the most important part that comes into the productivity play is that I. I learned very early on when the government started to mandate uh, EMR, so it's electronic medical records. So I would go around to the physician offices that were owned by St. Thomas Health Services and like literally be the cheerleader to implement. Like I'm gonna take your pen and paper away from you and I'm gonna show you how to go paperless. And so when I started my company to be a real company and I wasn't doing it as a hobby anymore, that's the only way I knew is to just be paperless and to make sure everything was backed up. And in 2010, when our town flooded, that's when people started to listen to me (laughs) that being productive and being paperless is like a security blanket for ensuring your business and all of the data that you have worked so hard for your clients.
1: The Nashville flood in 2010, that that was a drastic impact on a lot of families, a lot of homes. So, you make the shift from healthcare, and I'm sure you bring a lot of that experience with you, just like you mentioned. When was it when you got involved with your local entrepreneurial community? Every community in the southeast, every town, and every city, they have these different networks, and especially, of course, in Tennessee, we have the Launch Tennessee EC hub network all across the state. When did you start really plugging in to your city and here in Nashville? When was that and what did you get involved in?
0: Well first I'll say just on the event side there are many professional organizations for event planners wedding planners people in the event space and so I was spending a lot of time, spending my time being busy and being on boards and so forth for the events industry. And then in 2010, when I pivoted my business from really starting to still do events and luxury weddings, but also helping other companies just for fun really understand productivity so a friend of mine who had gone through this program called catalyst i don't even know what that word means i'd like have to google it and he's one of those
1: like buzzwords almost right you hear it a lot but what does it really mean
0: he's like you have to take time to work on your business not in it he's like and you work 20 hour days like i know you love what you do but you're gonna stroke out before you're 40 so you really need to learn these things that I've been learning in this class. And I'm like, okay, well, what, what is it? He's like, it's an 18-month commitment, and it's every other week, and it's five hours. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I don't have time for that. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, you're busy, but you're busy doing the wrong things in the wrong, like, organizations. Like, there's this... And he would not shut up about it. So really in 2010, that's when I was introduced, thanks Blake, um, to Catalyst and started down that journey of really understanding what an entrepreneur was and understanding how to run my business and work in it versus on it and knowing that you have to have a little bit of time for both. You, You really do. And before 2010, I was just doing everything in it for everybody else. We didn't do anything for the brand or for the company. And that was really um, a recipe for disaster. Now looking back.
1: (laughs) I want to talk a little more about that phrase, working on your business, not in your business. So how does that translate to the busy, overwhelmed founder who's just trying to claw out of being in this what might feel like a never-ending pit how do you make that transition? How do you, what advice would you give to some of these other entrepreneurs at 3686 Entrepreneurship Festival to have some hope and to to find that sustainable breathing time of being able to, you know what I'm
0: saying, climb out? Yeah, there's a couple things. The first thing that I would say is mindset and Catalyst taught me the mindset that you don't know what you don't know. So mindset is the first thing. The second thing, you cannot do it all by yourself. <laughs> I'm a control freak and I self-perfection. That's why our clients hire us um, on the events side and the productivity side. And so finding people who are gonna care as much about your clients and your brand as you is really difficult. But I started to implement a psychology methodology called True Colors that I was I'm certified and trained in through healthcare. And once I started to really use that psychology methodology and also other tools that our teacher Michael Burcham was teaching us with strength finders, and there's, you know, Myers Briggs, there's all types of different psychology tests. But I actually found people who were way better at me at certain things. And so now that we are on a really, we have a really great, strong team. Everybody is amazing at their craft, but I'm amazing at sales and video and speaking. That's it. I, that's all I do. I don't do anything else now. <laughs> we, we have a team, which is amazing. So you can't do it all yourself. Um, and you're going to go through people. You are. And automation and product being productive is great. But some service industries, a bot, an AI, can, it, it cannot replace human customer service. It just, it can't, Not, and especially not in a luxury space.
1: Right, because so much of your, what you're doing, these are high impact, high valuable, or high value events. And you don't have room for, for messing up. Okay, so we talk a little about Catalyst, and I wanna hear more about EO. So that's Entrepreneur's Organization. So that's one of the resources in Nashville. So tell me a little about your experience with that.
0: So after going through 18 months of Catalyst and going through the classes, and then you have a 12-month mock forum where you are with 8 to 10 other business owners, and it is very formatted in a very specific way. And so I I really learned there. It kind of precedes you for understanding what the expectation is in EO. And so what that taught me is, well, first it taught me how to really own a business and like do my numbers, which I'm not a numbers girl. Thank God for my accountant. Um, But it taught me so many things. And while we definitely had a million in revenue, um, just because we have that money coming in, there was more money going out. So it really taught me about profitability and making sure that we were busy doing the right things And so you have to meet that revenue threshold. So I did join EO, Entrepreneur Organization, in 2012. And it's not only a Nashville-based, it's internationally based in all over the entire world. And I believe we have about 13,000 members of some of the smartest people in the whole world. And so being able to have the opportunity to network... With those people, I'm in multiple technology and digital marketing Slack channels, I'm that nerd. Um, So I talk to people all over the world about what's working, what's not working. And so the tools and the value that I have gotten from EO, it's a give get. So I was able to stop being on other boards in my industry because I was giving a lot, but I wasn't getting a lot in return. And time is precious. You can't buy it back no matter how much money you make. So you really have to look at your time and how you're spending it and surround yourself with those people that are going to lift you up in entrepreneurship.
1: I love this. This is so uplifting. All of this has been so much fun to talk about. So we've got a few minutes left, and you're talking a little about productivity earlier. And do you have any just effective high level? I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole here, but just some of the things an entrepreneur can do right now to help with productivity? What works and what's really easy to translate here?
0: Well, the first thing that when we ask people, like, what's your number one complaint? It's email. So how can you lower your emails? And so there's a few little points. For example, we use Dropbox, Google Drive, which are free, by the way, for up to so many, so much space. I don't want to get technical and be like megabytes and gigabytes. But It's a free resource out there. And that's what we started everything on back way back when. And we shared documents and we shared Dropbox folders with our clients. And we potty trained them, as I like to say, to use those resources so that we would keep all of our stuff together instead of having thousands of emails that go back and forth. So uh, Andy Bailey, one of my EO mentors, had me track it. And we reduced our emails roughly 300 a day by doing that, just by using Google Drive and Dropbox and sharing the documents. And that's a very quick win, and it's super easy.
1: It sounds super simple, but just the more you can shave down those emails, the better you're going to be. Excellent. Okay, so not every city might not have an EO chapter, but I'm sure there's similar resources like that. Any advice on how to get plugged in to that kind of resource, something that... Any advice to help entrepreneurs find their community, to find their people? Because it sounds like your journey, once you found your people, everything changed. So I oh. want to hear more about that.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's it's crazy because, you know, one person kept telling me, like, it, we're different, we're different. You know, entrepreneurs, I think, are 8 to 10% of the whole world. And it's so true because you just walk into a room of people and you con- you constantly relate. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. But Nashville has done a great job with the, all the leadership and the schools here. And I often do do consulting for small companies that don't have these resources. And so what we end up doing is we find the closest city to where they're located and try to get them hooked in. I, we have people that drive three hours for once a month for a meeting because they get so much value from it. And there's a ton of online Facebook groups and forums that you can plug yourself into. But I will say that can get overwhelming. And so something that I've taught myself is to time block on my schedule once a week to spend at least two hours on forums to work on the business, not in it. And all the distractions go away. And that's time for me to learn about a new app or whatever it is. So you, you have to make that time and be very intentional or you're never going to do it. Excellent.
1: This has been wonderful. So what's a good way for someone to connect with you, but also connect with EO. And I, and also EO is one of the sponsors of 36 cities things. It's really exciting. So tell me a little more about that.
0: Yeah. So again, I think there is a huge, um, there's just a lot of synergy between what the entrepreneur center does and the entrepreneur center that feeds for brand new entrepreneurs who have an idea and they have no clue where to go and they have great programs like pre-flight and then you learn that mindset and then you can go on up to catalyst and then you learn that mindset and then you can go up to EO. so it's kind of like to me when when i explain it to people because they get confused i'm like it's like going from kindergarten to sixth grade to 12th grade to college into med school because people understand that
1: what's a good way to get connected to you and kind of take things from there.
0: Yeah, so to connect with me, you can always visit my website, angelaprofit.com. I also have a podcast called Business Unveiled that we've had for four years. It's an online creative community and people submit questions. We interview people. We do exactly what you're doing. We really try to share experiences to give back to the creative entrepreneurial community.
1: Thanks, Angela. We really appreciate your time.
0: Yay, thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for listening to Disrupt the Continuum a Launch Tennessee podcast powered by Pinnacle Financial Partners. This podcast is where Tennessee's entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders share their stories. To follow along on our journey, be sure to visit launchtn.org podcast, and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to continuing the conversation soon on another episode of Disrupt the Continuum.